Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we are in part three in our conversation on grief and loss. Thanks. When we think about what's true and what's good about this, I think I think you're right in terms of thinking thinking about not only where the the people that we lose or the people that are in pain that we love where they are and and how God has them, but also um, what what we can learn because I think that I think that when we deal with grief and pain, I don't know about you, Austin, but one of the things that I realize a lot is how little control I have over my surroundings. It's kind of grief and pain that, that makes that so apparent. All the things I think I have control over, how I don't. And for yeah. me, and for me, what that often is, is an invitation to faith. Um, because I, I, I mean, I'll be, yeah, I mean, and I know a lot of people would say this, but really for me, like I struggle so much with self-preservation, like, and just ego and pride and just feeling like I can do it on my own, that it's in moments of pain where God has a really tender way with me to remind me, like, you, like you, you don't, <laughs> like you don't, but I'm here. And I yeah. think that's why I read Psalm 23. I mean, um, earlier in the conversation, because what's always stands out to me and moves me um, often to tears is where the writer says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Okay. There, there's, there's an assumption that we're going to go through dark valleys. There's a real, there's a very stark reality that we're going to face darkness in, in all sorts of shapes and sizes. The writer doesn't say if you, or, you know, if you walk through them or you might walk through them, it's like, no, like though I walk through them, I will fear no evil. But my favorite part is the last line for you are with me. Mm. That, I, I don't have to fear, not because the writer is not saying, oh, you know, because you pulled yourself up on your own or because you're so strong or because, you know, you'll fear, you'll fear no evil because you said all the right things or did all the right things or acted in all the right ways. No, you'll fear. I will fear no evil because you are with me. Right. And it goes back to it's not, Yeah. That God's God is near our pain near to us in our pain yeah it's the i think we often hear that verse and why it's so popular it's like oh because i would love to not fear things i would love to not be afraid faith does is not the absence of fear it's what you're doing within the fear like it's a faith is scary because we're putting we're putting trust in something that's really hard to explain or it's hard to see. And often sometimes it's hard to believe. And that's scary because we're putting trust into someone other than ourselves. Yeah. And so this fear isn't, it's not like a, Oh, I, if, if I really truly believe rightly in Jesus, then I'll never be afraid. 
no, that's, that's silly. It's acknowledging fear. Uh, there's this excellent book. Um, it's a, it is, it's not a, it's not a, uh, it's a fiction book, but there's a great line about fear. It's like fear is the mind killer. It's because it just like numbs you. It doesn't, uh, it doesn't help you think if you let it take charge. Um, but once the, once you're, if you're in it and acknowledging it, knowing that it will go away the same way that it came into your life, uh, cause fear, you're not constantly afraid. So knowing that fear isn't forever, it is, it will go away. And when it goes away, you will still be there. And the nice thing, like Christ was there the whole time. So it's not like when fear comes in, Jesus is gone. And he's just kind of like, well, white knuckle it, man. You'll be, I'll be there when, when the fear comes back. Uh, but I'm not, I'm going to check out now. He's there the whole time experiencing it with us. If you think about that, that means that if Jesus was, has experienced fear, that means he, that means Jesus was afraid also, but he had the best faith, right? Am I, am I wrong in that? Is that a crazy thought? Yeah. I mean, it's a good question. I don't know. I don't know if Jesus experienced fear or not, but that might be a deep theological discussion for another time. I don't know. When yeah. I think of fear, I just thought I, of I it just of, right now. I think of those three primal negative emotions of fear, shame, and guilt. And in my worldview, they showed up in the garden, right? Eve ate of the fruit, so did Adam. And what did they do immediately? They hid. So shame is introduced, fear is introduced, guilt is introduced. And I know Jesus came to, to squash that, you know, obviously the opportunity for us to be with God the way God intended. Um, finding its ultimate culmination in heaven and life with God forever. Um, and so did Jesus experience fear, guilt, and shame? I don't know. I- I think if we're um, looking at those, if we're looking at fear as it connects to grief, um, I would say that it was, man. Yeah, my mind just went right into a whole different rabbit hole. And I don't think it's the, this is the right time. So sorry about that. It's okay. I mean, that's why we're I'm just making you edit. I'm, yeah, I'm just making you edit everything. I don't even know if I will edit it, but I think that fear, <laughs> fear, once again, like what, what we've been learning as a residential team is we've been like reading Chip Dodd, um, the voice of the heart and talking with uh, the guys at Crosspoint is this idea that sometimes these negative emotions are actually invitations to something more beautiful and more be- and, and better. So for example, fear could be an invitation to faith mm. because and like wisdom often, and understanding. Often, yeah. Because often fear is I'm afraid, right. Of something bad happening. I mean, just in the most basic sense, I mean, we're afraid because we're afraid we're going to lose something, whether it's life or job or a relationship or whatever. Um, and faith is the opposite. Faith is, is hope and belief in something that that we don't have control over. Oftentimes people say like faith is right, like belief in things you can't see. 
which I get that on one level. Um, but I, but to me, it's, it's even more deep than that. It's, it's, it's hope, hoping in something that I can't control. To me, mm. that's more, that, that cuts me deeper <laughs> because I'm yeah, such a control freak because yeah. I'm such a control right. freak. It's being told there's a more beautiful, it's painting a more beautiful picture and then hoping that it can be true for you. Yeah. 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 To me, uh, pain, suffering, grief is evidence like we, cause we all experience it, whether we, whether we're uh, believers in Christ or not. But to me, it's evidence that we all have this like deep understanding of what, how things should be. And if something isn't the way it is, it highlights the need and necessity for, for Christ in our lives, because we're seeing right now, like death is wrong. It shouldn't happen, especially the way that it often happens around, around addiction. Um, but it's just evidence to me that we are all, uh, whether, especially when we're not aware of it, we're leaning towards or wanting things to be made right. And we feel a pain when they're off. So to me, it's like, I, I believe there's a better way. I know that there is a better way. Yes. And that's, that's the hope I think that comes from that, that. I think that's what ultimately Jesus invites us into is hope because without, without Jesus, we, we really don't have hope. Thanks for listening to this episode of the relational recovery podcast. Tomorrow we will be in part four in our conversation on grief and loss. We'll see you then.